Warning, this podcast contains horror themes. Please read the warnings in the description before continuing. We hope you have a wonderful existence. Hello, wonderful listeners. Um, Tonight I'm dropping in with a surprise, namely I have found... The first ever, my first ever attempt at recording anything seriously for I exist. Please note that a lot of the lore has changed as well, um, and those characters mentioned that are not in the current series um, and won't be at least not that I planned. The only character that is consistent is Madeline, who is the narrator, and I don't think she ever says her name. Um, So that's just a heads up. So if you're like, oh, I figured something out for the main series. um, Yeah, that's probably not the case because the lore is very, very different. But it is interesting. It was what the lore was going to be. But yeah, lore is in L-O-R-E, not L-A-W, just to clarify that. But yeah, it's it's still fun to listen to, I think, though. What this, what you're about to hear, is what I exist would have looked like if I hadn't found the incredible cast and crew that I had, um, fully equipped with no microphone except the one on my phone, and myself, and no plot planned or storyline. I had the general concept down at this stage, but that was it. So yes, this is the last time you'll hear from me tonight. I hope you enjoy. Um, I apologize. I didn't know much about sound editing then either, so it's a bit dicey. We also didn't have the I Exist theme tune at that stage, so this was me figuring out how to make one. Um, But as you know, if you've listened to the credits of I Exist, I don't make the theme tune for I Exist. Tiana Allen does, and it was incredible because, yeah, we would have been stuck with, yeah. But yes, I hope you enjoy. Um, It is certainly different. But yeah. So until next time, have a wonderful existence. I exist. Short story. The Tunnels. Hi, it's uh, it's me. <laughs> uh, I'm ringing because this might be the last time you hear from me ever, which kind of is fun because I'm immortal, um, but I'm also about to be a very trapped immortal. Um, I guess that's what the world has come to. Let's, how did they phrase it? Come see the zoo. Look at all the creatures of magic and watch them suffer. Well, they didn't say the suffer bit. They said and watch them enjoy life or something equally pleasing. But now, um, I'm in a tunnel. No idea how far below the earth, but far below the earth. Um, Infernal dripping. It won't stop. It kind of follows you. Um, I'll start. I'll start at the beginning. I, I feel like you deserve that. You've been with me the whole way on this journey, so I think the beginning might be nice. Okay. 
started last Tuesday when Zoe dragged me into another of the organization's meetings that I obviously didn't want to attend. The building, as always, was cold, silent, creepy on the outside, on the inside, cold, silent, creepy, but with space heaters, so you know. It always reminds me of a hospital, that place. The walls that stretch up, white, clinical, but at the same time, there was an air about it, you know? Like, you look into the corners and there's one too many cobwebs, and a mustiness that you don't get in a hospital because a hospital always has to be clean and sterile. And the sterile smell is still there, but it's just coated with mustiness and years of misuse and wear. When I first went there, I was blown away after the movement of the organization. I have to admit, we move quite a lot. I don't think I've ever been in one place for more than a month, really, maybe two, three months. Three months must have been the longest. But I suppose that's what happens when history also warps the place where you stay. <laughs> Once we, uh, we were going back to the organization's headquarters and an old couple lived there. We, we had the key, we unlocked the door, we walked in and there they were, sitting around the dining room table eating dinner. Suffice to say, we all left very quickly and had to find a new place to stay or at least figure out what history had done with our headquarters. Could still be somewhere around us, I suppose. Anyway, that was kind of a lighter note. <laughs> distractions, distractions. Take them where you can get them. Um, anyway, so I went to another meeting because generally if you're a part of something, you go to the meetings and events and <sighs> fundraisers so there we were sitting around the table when this place that I am now standing in was brought up didn't know there would be so much dripping to be honest I'm not entirely sure if it's water hmm. they said you might be here which I thought would be amazing because I have yet to locate you I don't think I can locate you really I can hope to locate you but I think it's a part of the contract the one I didn't get to read because, you know, immortality doesn't really come with contracts. <sighs> Just hiding right now. I can't hear him anymore. I think I lost him about an hour ago. This place is hard to tell. You'd think the footsteps echo like the drips. They don't. You can hear the drips, no matter how far away the drip is. Footstep, turn around, and he could be right there. Wouldn't have a clue. As such, my back is pressed against the wall, but I am between two columns that are also pressed against the wall. It's a nice hide. Um, I might start moving again soon, but I don't know. I think I hurt my ankle. Which sounds really weak, doesn't it? I should just push forwards and... Uh, Keep going. Nah, and the empty ankle is... Empty ankle. <laughs> this place is, does things to the mind. A hurt ankle. A hurt ankle does. It's more damage than you think it would. Remember every time we mocked the horror movies about the person who was just limping behind, thinking, surely in that scenario adrenaline would kick in and they would be gone. Yeah, well, 
The beginning adrenaline must have kicked it in because I don't know when I hurt it. But now it's hurting, it's throbbing and aching and when I put the slightest amount of pressure on it, it's like my whole leg is engulfed in fire. Tom came down here with me. I don't know where he is. He could be anywhere above me or anywhere below me and we wouldn't see each other for years in this twisted maze. Lady Luck would only have us meet. I don't think any man-made thing could. Mobile phones don't work down here if you couldn't have guessed. At the moment we have mobile phones which is always a step up from not having them. Sometimes we go back to the way it used to be all candle lit and barely any houses. Sometimes we get even more technologically advanced. That's insane. Walk outside and see cars flying. I don't think you'll ever understand the, the spectacle that is until you've lived it for yourself. Sci-fi movies are all well and good, even with the best effects. But until you live that life, until you're there, until you can see the skyscrapers that tower further into the clouds than any mountain ever could, until you see the cars floating past you, you just, you don't, you don't know. Is, is that, can you hear that? No, it's okay, I think, I, th I think it's past. Whatever it is. I think it passed above me as well, which is both encouraging and concerning. Your voice carries, like the drips, but never the footsteps. I think it has something to do with the, uh, I want to say tile, but it's not as it's not as firm as tile, but it's not as soft as dirt. I don't really know what it is. I'm starting to think this place is more alive than we first assumed. The organisation, anyway, yeah, the organisation's meeting. Um, so we're sitting around the table, and I think I think it was Tom starts up that he'd found this place, which isn't all that rare because just like me, the organisation and its members remain ageless. No, that's a lie. They age, but they do not age the way our world does. They do not become new or old or or even middle-aged like our city. They do not know technology when technology changes. They do not know how to wash clothes when we don't have any washing machines to do it for ourselves. Although we are all now well-versed in that. That was a very long month. <laughs> um, no matter the changes around us, though, we all have our old memories and our old, way old ways of living and understanding the world. And... Though I do not age, I do watch them grow day by day with their lines and wrinkles and one day I'm going to be youthful still and they shall all be dead, gone or grannies and grandpas and every other gendered version, gendered version or non-gendered version of the old people that we are all meant to be as humans, except me because I'm an immortal even though I technically fall into that category. So it's a lot to get it's a lot to get your mind around. I'm not sure if I had to be on have to be honest. It's been a it's been a couple of years, but it, it doesn't ever wear, you know? It doesn't ever go away. I still know what I used to be and how I used to change, but to know that I remain in this state forever, it's strange. Anyway, Tom said he'd found this place and that inside it we might find a stabilizer 
and inside it you might be there because there are so many doors down here so many countless doors and so many strange and mysterious things and so many dangers we we didn't think of the dangers i mean we did but we just couldn't predict these dangers we didn't know there would be anyone but us able to navigate these chambers and yet this thing that hunts us this thing that wants to cage me and show me to the world like an animal in a zoo it's it's very real it's very real and it's down these corridors and it is hunting us I don't I don't think it was a mistake. I know that tomorrow I could fall asleep in these corridors and I could wake up into these corridors, but I also know that tomorrow I could wake up in the above world not having shifted a step from here and be safe. But if I'm captured, if I'm captured then I can't guarantee that I could be I could be stuck in this version of our world. Which sounds weird, right? But I just have this feeling, I don't know for sure, but I have this feeling that I could, I could be severed and severed and stuck, immortal in a cage for people to watch and ask questions and, and be told to dance and have to. And that scares me more than I can say because there is more than one kind of death and that would be mine. I would never get to see you again, and if I did see you, who's not to say that you wouldn't recognize me? Who's not to say that you wouldn't be on the other side of those bars, pointing at me and laughing and saying, dance, dance, and I just, I don't think I could stand that. Hmm. So, we decided that we would come explore these tunnels. We weren't supposed to go too deep, but... When you're chased by someone who wants to kill you both literally and in my case more figuratively even though it's still very literal you get scared and you run you don't think about going close to the surface when the thing is coming from the surface you just go deeper and pray that you find your way out again I don't know where Tom is he might have opened a door for all my fear, I knew that would be the end. To open a door and be lost further in than even... I, I couldn't... That, that, that would be a mistake. No, there's, there's, there's no one. I, I can do this. This place, though, it does... It really does do something to the mind. <laughs> to the brain it eats at it not in the not in the way that i'm seeing dancing pink elephants tripping over in front of me but in the way that in the way that it feels like it's closer and closer it feels feels smaller and tighter even though i could stand in the middle of the corridor with my arms outstretched and not touch either wall in the way that i can feel pain shooting up my arms and down my spine and i haven't injured them and they have not been hurt at the moment i'm reluctant to trust pain all i know is that my ankle my ankle is hurt and the only way i can tell that truly is the blood 
the blood that he could have tracked me with, I stopped and I fixed it when I had a second, not even, not even a second, it didn't feel like. So he couldn't see my blood anymore, so he couldn't follow me. You know what? Statistic bastard probably cleaned the blood away. So even if I do somehow find myself back to that spot, I'll never be able to follow it back to the surface. Or maybe some other thing has simply licked it away. There's that other fear too, you know, of what lurks around each corner, of what lurks behind each door. We looked into the history of the place. History is always changing, so we can never be sure, but we looked into the history of this place just before we go in so that way we can understand any traps. And for a while it was just a storage place during an era, apparently, where people had to hide their goods for fear that they would be taken by... Now, it says government, but it could also have been one of the kings. Some of the kings can move through, I guess, space like we can, or rather space warps itself around them without changing their memories. And I don't know. Back then, I know that they went through a destabilization probably caused by another immortal. It's like our penance. <laughs> there is only so few of us in this world, but when we come to be, we change it in ways that we can't even understand. The organization didn't know this. That's why they helped me, I suppose. They just knew that I could exist, and they seeked, sought, not seeked, <sighs> sought to ensure that that could happen, you know, rights for all. I'm starting to think that maybe, <laughs> I'm way beyond the point of starting. I think that may have been a mistake. To exist, to exist and change the world so completely that it is alien from the one you used to exist within. It's kind of like I've died. It's kind of like this place is neither heaven or hell, but some weird purgatory. But with stabilizers, we can put it back on its true path. We will stabilize, fall asleep, and wake up back to where we used to be, to the world we used to know. But in the history, uh, it, it got quite nasty for a while. Um, it went from people hiding down here to save themselves and making corridors and corridors more to be safe from those on the surface who chased them and persecuted them to a place where those poor souls that were caught became kept. They realized that this underground maze was perfect. Perfect to damn them. Perfect to leave them here and watch them rot. Turns out, magic people and creatures were never seen, in this world at least, as equal or good. Not at that time anyway. In fact, they were seen as evil children of Satan himself, cast to earth to wreak havoc. Which, of course, is a lot of rubbish, but... Beliefs do crazy things. I wish that damn dripping would stop. Just 
to some peace. Uh, I'm, I'm going to move again. Hopefully I'll find my way back to the surface. Hopefully I'll find Tom along the way, but I don't, I don't think that's likely, especially if you open one of the doors. There's any number of strange things behind the doors. Any number of creatures that, like me, were immortal and still, still they exist from that era. Behind iron bars, their minds, nothing more than curls of insanity, swirling and hungry. Yes, I think it's best the doors remain closed and I remain outside of them. Um, moving. It's kind of harder to breathe as you go along. Not because of any pressure differences, rather because the earth itself wants to drown you. Not in the sense of dropping soil on you, but in the sense of became a place of such hate down here, such hate, such madness. When we first entered the tunnels, it was fine. We had our flashlights and then we had our candles and all the other tech we managed to take with us from different eras that, so that way we could develop it in our own when we finally stumble on that era is not the right, right word, space. In ways they're like eras. You know, such changes, advancements, the advancements in technology. It's incredible. Is it sad and not sad? Oh yes, sad. Sad and sick. Isn't it sad and sick that I just, there's a part of me that hopes the creatures after Tom, that Tom has been a distraction and they're miles below the earth, running and running. I feel for Tom, you know, but at the same time, I just, I couldn't live caged. I'm already going to have to live when there is no earth to stand on, and I feel like that's cruelty enough. But I also know that in, in the future there will be other creatures in space and across time that with different planets that should surely stumble upon us and bring us into their ship and save us. One day I fear I'm going to wake up and there's not going to be Earth anymore. Just eternal space and rocks floating. No people and all the organisation they can, they have the ability to die. And when we shift eras, if you die in one, you don't come back in the other. That fear is very real. We have to find the stabilizers. We were walking, and then behind us we heard this mighty shriek. Not like shriek as in a person made a shrieking, or even an animal. Like the kind of shriek that you, when you drag an object against 
another object and it creates that shrill noise but not nails on a blackboard but very similar and it vibrated into our eardrums and it just the pain splitting but it wasn't so painful that you couldn't move kind of like the one I still feel on my back and my arms and my legs in a way it makes the ankle easier to ignore in a way We turned around, and there he stood. Just, I will never get over how he looked. I knew there was creatures like him, ones that wear human skins. But I hadn't ever, ever been so aware as in that moment. I'd met them before, sure, but never, never had I been so aware. His arms, they had broken his skin. They were stretched out and like gangly, spindly needle points that bent. And his hands were elongated and sharp. And his mouth, I knew if it started opening, it would keep opening and stretching and opening. And I had no doubt that it would consume us. Or even worse, hold us. That sounds weird, right? But consumption you black out for. Holding with these things, you don't. I wouldn't even be dead if I was consumed. You know I regenerate. I lose an arm and there it is the next day. I have no doubt if someone chopped off my head. My body would grow from my neck. I'm not entirely sure how to feel about that. Do, do the walls seem closer? I feel I'm, I'm walking up. But there's a tricky thing with these corridors. You can walk up, but be heading deeper still into the earth. I don't know how they did it, or maybe it's something magical, or... All I know is I'm going up and my legs ache through the pain, and the pain causes the aching, and the walking adds to it, and it is tremendous in the most awful way. Do you know, when we saw him, he smiled. Tom and I weren't entirely sure what to do. We didn't know, not then, that he wanted us dead. We couldn't know. I mean, we felt it. We both knew. But we've worked with these creatures before. And... Oh, I got hard to breathe again. Hang on. Seizing back a bit. Um, um, we knew, but politeness, politeness is important, especially if this was someone a part of the organisation that we hadn't met before. So, I spoke first, uh, I said hi, I think, or hello maybe. And the creature 
Creature's grin widens, widen past the point of normality. It slipped upwards, further still, until it literally reached its eyes, like it didn't know how to grin like a human, like it was practicing, but I knew that wasn't it. I knew it was just grinning like it normally would. Its eyeballs, I swear, if they hadn't been held into its sockets, would have dripped into its smile and run around, me colliding at the bottom. I don't know what I would have done if that had happened. <laughs> Breathing got easier again. I don't know if that's because I'm near the top or if it just wants to fill me with a false sense of security. False sense of hope. False sense of hope. Oh, I, I, I hope it's working. I haven't seen my blood, so I think maybe some sick beast licked up or cleaned it away. But I haven't heard or seen him either. I've been checking over my shoulder often enough. I remember he looked at us. He didn't say anything. But when his lips peeled back in the most unnatural fashion to reveal the rows and rows of sharp teeth, and then his tongue shot out, and he took one step. That's all it was, one step. And Tom and I knew, and we were running. I'd never, ever run so fast. His body locked behind us in, in a way that just, it cracked, you know. For the first 10 steps, every time his feet hit the floor, all you could hear was the snapping of bones as he grew. I say they were human flesh. Never bothered to ask where they got it from. I thought they just regrew it, but maybe now I'm not so sure. Maybe now I think the organisation might consider not working with them anymore. Maybe there's just some that grow to cemeteries. Oh. oh, oh, the light. It's, it's, it's the surface. I can't believe it, it's actually. I thought I heard it for a minute. I'm, I'm gonna go slower now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick more to the walls. I can see that light and I will sprint for it, but there's, there's nothing to say he's not just around the next corner. Keep talking though, because if I stop now, I fear that may be the end of me, which sounds weird, but I don't know. Sometimes I feel like my voice is the thing that gives me life. My voice traveling through my phone to yours. So I'm just, I'm just gonna go slow, no matter how much it pains me. I'm gonna go slow, and when I get get to the top, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang up, and I'm gonna call the others, and they can come help me. Okay. Here we go. Uh oh, oh, yeah. Um, so we ran for a, a really long time together, and then and then there was a tea section, I suppose. One way left, one way right, and Tom and I knew that this creature lived down here, but he also couldn't chase both of us if we went in opposite directions. At first he chased me, he chased me and I, 
I don't know how I was still breathing. Some part of me hoped Tom sprinted the surface. The other part of me knows that he probably wouldn't have realised for a long time. Because when you're running away from something that wants you dead, you don't usually stop to look over your shoulder. And when you can't hear the footsteps, only that relentless dripping, you don't know if it's still there. God, I hope Tom realised. I hope he headed for the surface. After a while... It must have injured me because it stopped chasing me and must, it must have assumed that, that the injury would be enough. That the injury would keep me down here and keep me stuck. But as you can hear, it didn't. I'm still moving somehow. Clive, it's closer. Oh, please, please, please. Um, I don't honestly know when it stopped chasing me. I just know that it did. And that I am so glad. That was about when I actually felt my ankle and I actually felt the pain. I just pray that Tom's, Tom's safe. Oh, two more steps. Just that's, that's it really. That's the end of my tale. That's, that's it. Okay. Yes! Yes! I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe, I'm safe. I'm safe, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm, I've gotta call the elders, thank you. I'm safe, I'm safe. I'm